Hello, my friends. This is Thad Riley in episode 182 of the Thadcast. And today we're going to talk about one of my favorite Jesus stories. And it's from the book of John, chapter 4. So if you have a moment and you want to flip there, that's, that's awesome. I want to talk about this character that Jesus encounters. And he's recently called the disciples, and they're following him now. And he's heading into a region outside of Jerusalem called Samaria. Now, this culture is different. It's very much looked down upon and judged um, by the Jews for being um, unreligious, heathen type of folk, uh, you know, and, and just kind of the outcast. And Jesus, who was Jewish by birth, um, for him to engage with them is pretty phenomenal thing. It's a pretty bizarre thing, almost, because it didn't happen back in those days. The Jewish culture looked very much down on the um, on the Samaritans. And this is nothing new, because the religious leaders of that time treated people horribly, and the religious leaders dominated the culture. So Jesus is heading to get something to drink at a well, and while he's just sitting there alone, his disciples, I believe, are in town looking for food, um, and talking to folks, possibly getting to know people. He's sitting outside alone at this well. I don't know how God orchestrates Jesus being alone because like, oh my gosh, you know, you're called to follow Jesus when you want to be with him all the time. But maybe he just said, get out of here, guys. I'm going to spend some time alone. And he's approached by this Samaritan woman. Now, this is not just a normal mom who's walking around, um, heading out to the well to fetch, fetch some uh, water for her family. This is a woman who is, um, I think she, Jesus says he, she's had five husbands, and the man she's living with now isn't, um, isn't even her husband. So this is someone who's lived a fairly promiscuous life. Um, in many people's eyes, she might be judged harshly back then, and maybe even today, right? So, and I, I don't think this culture is beyond judgment and heavy-handedness that we can um, throw at each other if we morally disagree or whatever. So instead of showing love and compassion and mercy towards people who might have um, some challenges in their life and maybe have made some decisions that they may or maybe maybe not even regret, the whole point of this is look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. He's talking to her. He He's talking to her about he him having this living water and in the last episode i talked about that with the episode called thirst but he is saying in in this passage in verse 13 jesus says to her anyone who drinks this water his living water will soon be or not not the living water the water out of the well by them i'm sorry i'm sorry preface that the water out of the well by them he says anyone who drinks this water will soon become thirsty again but those who drink the water i give will never be thirsty again it becomes a fresh bubbling spring within them, giving them internal life. And she says, please, sir, give me this water. Then I'll never be thirsty again. And I won't have to get any water. And then it's like this beautiful conversation goes on where she's confessing things to Jesus. And he is telling her about the good news, the gospel, and that he has come to give freedom, that Galatians 5, one freedom to this world through him because of him, because of the life he was living then and what he was going to do with his death and resurrection that was just coming in just a few years. This is such a beautiful story because don't, don't we all kind of feel like outcasts, failures, struggle? I, I know that in this current coronavirus, I have struggled greatly. Four kids between ages 9 and 15 
And I'm like, what in the world is going on? Right? And it's not their fault. It's not, well, some of it's my fault, holy cow. And some of it is their fault. We all struggle with things. And we all have to be accountable for our sins and our struggles too. Now, our struggles are different than our sins, and we know this. But for the, the choices that we make that rail against God, heck yeah. Heck yeah, we're accountable for those. But Jesus doesn't offer this to the perfect people. Who is he making this statement to? He's offering it to a Samaritan woman, already looked down upon by his culture, already harshly judged, and probably a massive, colossal failure in her town and in her own mind. But bless Jesus for his mercy 